Why did people from the 1900s think that gas-powered vacuum cleaners were the next big thing? On this episode, we're talking about some bizarre, old-fashioned cleaning and housekeeping advice from way back in the day. Plus, we're busting some modern cleaning myths that are still hanging around today. It's all coming up right now. You're listening to the Odo Show Podcast, your source for real cleaning talk and tips. Presented by Otoban, the original odor eliminator since 1980. Here are your hosts, Val and Dave. Welcome, 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 and thanks for listening to the Odo Show Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Val. And uh, before we get started, guys, we want to take a minute to wish everyone well out there. We hope you guys are staying healthy, uh, staying safe, washing your hands, and staying the heck away from each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, we keep hearing from folks that, that it's that it's hard to find our products on the shelves. They can't find their Otoban. And I just want to update everybody, we are still running more every day than we've ever thought possible. You know, we, the last time I told you that, well, we're running more than we were then. Uh, so if it's not on a shelf near you, keep checking. It's coming there soon. We're shipping all the time. But if you uh, want to try something new, maybe look on Otoban.com. We've got a whole list of all our retail partners. Maybe there's somebody near you that you didn't realize is selling it. Yeah, this has been a roller coaster of a year for us around here, and we appreciate your love, support, and patience with us. Thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate all you guys. Uh, And we also want to give a special shout out to Westkey, who left us a great review on Apple Podcasts. Now, uh, Val, have you got that review in front of you? Can you read that for us? Yeah, I've got it here. It says, he or she says, love these guys and this amazing brand. I've always been a clean freak. Ran across their products in my gym years ago. Started using it regularly in my home, then COVID hits. Bum, bum, bum. I've been COVID cleaning with Odaban products since before COVID cleaning was cool. That's, that's tough to say. Yeah. <laughs> I trust this brand and I trust these folks to bring me science in cleaning. Uh-huh. I'm just learning about their extensive line of products and the personalities behind their company. Ooh, that's us. Yeah, we definitely have a few of those here. Very glad to be learning more about your company brands and cleaning science with the hosts. Keep up all the great work. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Westkey. Yeah, we appreciate you too, Westkey. And, and hey, we'd love to hear from you. So if you think we're doing a, go- a good job here or a bad job, I guess, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we might just give you a special shout out on a future episode. Now, speaking of shout outs, we can't let this go by without shouting out our Odo Bandits. Love hey guys, Odo that, Bandits. You, Odo Bandits are our hardcore fans. They've got their own Facebook group. Uh, hunt them down on Facebook or check out our website if you want to be a member. Uh, and there are always the best cleaning tips. These guys have great ideas and some fantastic stories. Uh, and they always get the, the freshest information about new products. It's a lot of fun. So check that out. Now, today, we are talking about some old-fashioned cleaning tips and myths. And uh, now, where this comes from is we have this book here called Household Discoveries by Sidney Morse. The first copyright date on this is 1908, over 100 years ago. Man, that's something. And you know what? I've got some trivia based on that time period for you. Okay. You going to start with a little trivia? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get into this now. American entrepreneur and businessman Henry Ford started production on his Model T automobile in 1908. Oh, right, you know, right. That's the same date same. as the earliest copyright of our gotcha. book. Gotcha. Okay, so Ford was famously quoted, any customer can have a car painted any color that he wants, so long as it is what color? I know this one because I'm a car guy. It's black. Yes. That yes. is all it was. Now, you know, that sets the time period. But think about this. A hundred and some odd years ago, 
this was a very different time period. It's hard to think about now because there was no YouTube. There was no internet. There was no way to sort of trade tips and tricks, I guess, except books like this. Right. To you get know, to the masses. Take it to the masses or, I guess, talk to your neighbors, you know, word of mouth. But uh, you That's know, just a few people, though. Right. And in the intro to this book, it says that they are expecting this copy that, well, they sales numbers. I did a little research with the, the numbers of people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They expected one in 50 women in the U.S. to have this book in their household. Wow. That's a lot of coverage. I mean, if you think about that, you know, we've got the, the, the Odo Show YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, and we do DIY videos and tips and tricks. You guys can get some great info there. But if we had the same coverage that they were expecting on this book, we would have three and a half million views on that channel. Wow. And that just seems so astronomical. It does. You know, when you think about it but, that way. This book was the internet YouTube video of the day. Yeah. That's, that's every, they expected everybody to have one of these around because that's how you knew how to take care of your house. Yeah. And you know what? I ran across um, a picture that was taken of my grandmother and her family. And my grandmother was four years old. And I got to doing some, a little bit of math here. You know, I don't like it that much, but. Yes. Um, yep. Foreign to you. I get that. <laughs> she was born in 1904. She was approximately four years old in that 1908, picture. 1908, right back 1908, to the book. 1908, exactly. And so that made me start thinking. It's like, I wonder if my great grandma Dora had that book. Oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. And, and a book like this really does connect you to your relatives, to, yeah. to the people that came before you, and, and what maybe their daily lives were like. Right. I mean, you know, when you think back you know, on your family, you're not thinking, oh, I wonder how they cleaned their house. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> That's not yeah. what you're thinking about. How did great-grandma, you know, wash her, her underwear that day? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It makes me think that now. It does. It makes me wonder. I, I, you know, and the big thing that struck me looking at this is how similar some of the things are. They were doing the exact same cleaning tasks that we have to do today. You know, they're, they're, they're sweeping yep. the floors. They're doing laundry. They're, they're cleaning the kitchen. But the difference is with the state of technology in this book, everything took like 10 times as long. Oh, God. I mean, if you look at the way the book's laid out, there are literally chapters called Laundry Day, Sweeping Day, Dusting Day. Each one took a full day. Ugh. It, How the, boring. It is. And the way this is laid out, if you were going to take care of your home, it has a six-day plan where you basically worked a full-time job for six days eh. every week to keep your house clean. Oh, no, thank you. Man, you talk about technological improvement and how it makes your life better. Oh, my God. Okay, so, you know, in the intro, I mentioned the gas-powered vacuum cleaners. (laughs) This is something straight out of this book. I want to read you guys this quote. So, at the time, there was a, quote, stunning new technology, the vacuum cleaner. And the book says, At present, this method is somewhat expensive and is confined to localities where electric and other power is available. Now, think about that. That's sort of like when they they talk about the Internet. Uh, Right, yeah, like everybody doesn't have Internet. At this time, all the cities didn't have power run to all the homes. Yeah, because it was just coming into play. Yeah, it was just starting to be run. And so... Where they went with that is, continuing the quote here, it is to be hoped, however, that vacuum cleaning apparatus may be devised that can run by cheap gasoline gasoline. or alcohol motors (laughs) at a price within the means of the average family. So where they saw technology making vacuum cleaning available to the average household was through a gas motor, not through electricity. Inside. Inside, yeah. And now I will say, if you'd put gas motors on vacuum cleaners, I think it may be likely that vacuum cl- vacuum cleaning would be a, a a guy thing, maybe instead of being seen as a a female activity. Yeah, and I I could see them as be being ride-ons instead oh, of yeah, you know yeah. pushers. And you know, I guarantee like... you, if you put a gas motor on it, we'd have been racing them. There would have been vacuum cleaner races. 
Because us boys, if it's got a motor, we're going to race it. That's Absolutely. How it works. That's how this happens. <laughs> okay, so this book is a DIYer's dream. Uh, you know, you're right. I was so impressed with the fact that there are recipes for every aspect of life in this book. It's not just cookbook. It's it's giving you recipes for paint on the yeah. walls and, yeah. and, and, you know, colors and the same thing for hair dyes and, and just recipes for cosmetics. It's it's amazing. They they did it all themselves. There wasn't big companies doing it at that point. Right. You know, you couldn't go to the store and buy cleaning cleaning supplies. You had to mix all of your stuff from apparently, according to the book, things you bought at the pharmacy. And half of this stuff, I mean, you know, the toxicity of some of this stuff is off the charts. Yeah. Like there's stuff listed in here that it lists the recipe, and I think it was for something in, in laundry care. And then it says... And this is poisonous, and you will die in 10 minutes if you drink it. You know, I'm surprised that they don't use that as a warning label on products today. It would be so much more concise and straight to the point. But it's not true. That's the thing is, you know, in this day, they're, they're using poisons that would, would flat out kill you. Now, I know we still have work to do on, on, on cleaning chemicals and safety. It's something we work on all the time, and we're always, you know, working to improve but the cleaning chemicals in your home compared to what was in the home in 1908, the oh, yeah. leaps are we are so much further down the road of having safe cleaning supplies than these guys. And it was just like, it was common. Yeah, put a, put a skull and crossbones on it. You know, put that on a high shelf so your kids don't die. It's yeah, just because they were using lead, they were using asbestos, yeah. mercury, arsenic. I mean, all kind of crazy and that, stuff. That was even in the, the the face creams that they were making. Oh yeah, I mean, you and the hair that on your and, skin and arsenic in the paint and just. Oh, uh, well, I mean, we hear about lead, but you, sure, you, you know, today, you know, that was a big big no no. But you know, all these other things, it's like oh arsenic and mercury and all. God. Okay. So talking about DIY, you know, I mentioned earlier, we're going to do some, some busting of current day myths too. That's right. All right. So let's, let's lead into some current day myths and I'm, I'm going to start this off and, and, you know, I'm the chemist guy here. So I'm going to tell you that one that bothers me is I hear people go, bleach cleans everything. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. bleach is not a cleaner. I mean, okay. Yeah. It'll bleach out a stain because it breaks down the color molecules. Sure. Fine. And it works on clothing or, or a hard surface occasionally, but it's not a cleaner. You know, for something to clean, you gotta you gotta cut grease. You gotta have surfactants or soaps or something in there that's gonna gonna remove the soil and the grease and get it out of you. But bleach doesn't do that. And not only that, you know, bleach can actually be dangerous. Hypochlorite, oh, the, the active in bleach, is is something that is a really bad asthma trigger for a lot of people. I mean, you ever walk into a bathroom and you know, bleach fumes and it just takes your breath? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not good for your lungs. So. Bleach doesn't clean everything, folks. You know, find something and use it correctly. That's all, all I'm going to say there. Well, you know, um, there's there's kind of a crossover between, you know, the DIY methods in this book and kind of what, you know, DIYers are doing today, you know, like with the bleach and, and all these different things. Um, yep. But I think in general, the author in this book exhibits a better understanding of the science of cleaning than most of the DIY bloggers today. <laughs> I, I will say that the, the level of scientific understanding uh, for 120 years ago that is obvious in this book and is, is pretty high. I was very impressed by it. And yeah, maybe some of the cleaning blogs today, uh, maybe the science isn't quite so strong. Yeah, I mean, it's like some of these things make you go, yikes, but then in, in other 
parts of the book you're looking at it going, huh, they they actually understood that this was not a good idea on some of these things. Yeah, and some of the DIY formulas in this book aren't that different than the things that we buy prepackaged in bottles today. I mean, I'm not the True. cyanide and stuff, obviously, but, right, right. but some of the other stuff. Right. Um, okay, so we were talking about myths. Let's right. go back to that. Okay. Okay, so one of the things that... Um, I was thinking of is that hand washing dishes is better than using a dishwasher. Mm, yeah, maybe not. I, I don't know. I, you know, if I, I suppose if your dishwasher dishwasher is over ten years old or so, like mine is, then that might be true. I did just get rid of one of those. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. But uh, if you got one that's a little bit newer. Um, it's going to beat hand washing by a mile. You know, because I, I I got onto the EPA's. Um, website and they say that using a dishwasher that bears the energy star label can oh, yeah, save yep. some five thousand gallons of water wow. more than forty dollars in energy costs Man. and 230 hours in personal time over the course of a year what? versus hand washing 230 hours in a year yeah okay yeah I, I know you hate math but let's do a little math here all right let me kick my shoes yeah, off take, so i can count higher take your shoes off there okay <laughs> so 230 hours how long is the average full-time work week 40 40 hours 230 hours that is almost six yeah. full-time weeks a year that you can save by just running your dishwasher instead of hand washing stuff. Yeah, and that goes back to what we were saying about cleaning day. Yeah, and, and that is, it's crazy. And also think about this, though, that the dishwashers heat the water to 140 degrees, which you're not going to want to put your hands no, in when you're hand washing. Uh-uh. So that actually sanitizes the dishes, too. You know, that's a good point. I have seen some studies where they compared uh, good hand washing techniques and, and tested the dishes versus dishwashers, and there is always, always more bacteria left on the plates from hand washing, no matter how good you do it uh, then you get out of the dishwasher it's it's a huge difference and do you know how much more bacteria and grossness would be on those dishes if they would tested that with teenagers who don't like to do dishes <laughs> i did say good hand washing okay. techniques after I'm, I'm having flashbacks to when uh, my kids were living at home yeah <laughs> i miss it no okay so <laughs> my next myth here and i'm, I'm going to start to sound like a broken record people say oh vinegar cleans everything diy again <sighs> guys vinegar again not a cleaner <laughs> it's just acid in water <laughs> It, it's not going to get rid of grease. It's not going to lift soil off of surfaces. Now, again, it has its uses. Acids can can break down some soils, uh, particularly bathroom stuff, uh, urine crystals. We don't want to go too far with that thought, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but it can break that down. But but all the other greases and stuff, it's it's not going to lift them off the surface. Yeah, it's not going to make anything smell better. No, it's, not, it's not going to remove odors. That is the other it thing is I an odor. Is, is vinegar gets, gets rid of odors? Have you smelled vinegar? Yeah, and you know I've tried I've tried using vinegar before because I was desperate trying to get rid of cat urine and whatnot. Obviously, before oh you knew about Odaban. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I mean it. It smelled worse than the cat urine. Uh, you know, I love the way vinegar smells because I like it on sub sandwiches. It makes right. me hungry, but I don't want my house smelling like that. No, because that's going to ruin it for me. I, and I like it. Yeah, I like I, the taste of it. I just don't get. It. Okay, so guys, yeah, vinegar doesn't clean everything. Make pickles with it. Don't don't clean your house. Absolutely. Okay, and so let, let's keep talking about you know like food items for okay. for you know cleaning. Um, how about coffee freshens garbage disposal? Oh, I've heard you that. Heard yeah, that one? I have. Mm-hmm. Haven't okay. tried it. Well, and you know, I, I get it. You know, coffee grounds. You know. No, it, it'll act as an abrasive, and it'll probably clean off the blades and stuff huh, down there okay. and get rid of some of the gunk. But honestly, baking soda is going to be a better choice. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it is mildly abrasive, but because it's a base, it will actually counteract all that those smelly acids. 
And like the vinegar that you just cleaned everything and poured down your drain. Exactly. Huh? I'll tell you something, too. Because it's a base, it actually helps break down fats and oils and stuff, too. Yeah. A lot of your degreasers are a little alkaline, so it breaks that stuff down. So, yeah, use it, there you go. It's busted. Use use baking soda instead. Boom. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Back to my – this is – I'm going to get on a soapbox for a minute as a chemist, as, as somebody that works. Speaking and, and of a cleaning podcast, cleaning podcast, <laughs> we're going to get on a soapbox. I'm going to get on my soapbox uh, as a soap chemist. Guys, here's my myth that I'm busting this time. The myth is natural is always safer. Oh, yes. No. No, it's not. The, the most deadly compounds known to man are natural compounds. Just because it occurs in nature doesn't, doesn't make mean. it safe. And just because it's man-made doesn't mean it's unsafe. Think about this. Uh, rattlesnake poison, natural. Poison ivy, natural. Ugh, I, no. It, you know, phytotoxins, there's, there's thousands of toxins out there, and they're all natural. Yeah. And everybody goes, oh, but if it's natural, it's safe. No. no. One of the other differences is when you start talking about natural chemicals or, or natural things used in uh, uh, some sort of cleaning chemical or a DIY, natural products are often a range of molecules. So if you say, I don't know, pine oil, and you get natural pine oil, mm-hmm. the actual chemical makeup of that pine oil can vary depending on which tree it comes from, depending on what year, how much rainfall that tree is. It's or not stable. consistent. And that means there are molecules and chemicals in there that have never been looked at, mm. that you don't know how you're going to react to. Now, synthetic stuff, when, when people are making synthetic chemicals, it's controlled. You're making one molecule. Okay. Okay, so that molecule can then be evaluated. Now, I will say, you know, there are a lot of chemicals out there that haven't been thoroughly evaluated, and that work continues. But just assuming that because something is natural, it's safer than something that's man-made, completely false. Mm-hmm. We should just put that behind us. Very good. That is very okay. well I'm stepping, said. I'm stepping down off my soapbox now. <laughs> Don't that's, slip and fall now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, a, it's a tall one. <laughs> Soapy. <laughs> well, guys, I hope we've uh, been able to give you guys a little information on, on busting these these myths here. And I hope you guys enjoyed all these old cleaning myths from this fantastic book. And a I know sh- we did. Yeah. And a shout out to our, our customer service uh, person, Liz. Thank Liz, you, Liz loaned us this book. Uh, you guys may have actually talked to her if you've ever called up here or or written us an email to customer service. She's a sweetheart. She is a sweetheart. And as always, if you have something you want us to know or you want to get in touch with us, reach out to customer service, leave, leave us a comment on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, and uh, we would love to hear from you guys. And we hope you'll listen to the next podcast. We'll we'll uh, I'll say see you then, but I guess we're on microphones. It doesn't really work that way, does it? We'll we'll hear you then. We'll, you'll hear us. You'll then. hear us then. Take care of yourselves until we hear you hear <laughs> us again. All right. Until next time, guys. Make, make life, life fresh. Thanks for listening to the Odo Show, presented by Odo Band. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Until next time, make life fresh.